apparently the 2022 season has gone so poorly that the Minnesota Vikings are now favored to lose against the Detroit Lions. Let's discuss now on the fast moving Minnesota Vikings talk show, Viking Hot Takes. We've got six questions, 20 minutes, and the fans with the answers in the comments. Eric, are you ready to do this? Well, I'm, I, I think I'm more ready than the odds makers in Vegas. I hope. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hit the rolling. What's your take? Let's go a Viking on Viking Hot Takes. Week 14 of the 2022 season, the 10 and 2 Minnesota Vikings host the 5 and 7 Detroit Lions. And I well, got it going, wrong. They're, they're going they're to going. Detroit. Yeah, there we go. It's the first NFC North game for the Vikings in September. Both teams have won four out of their last five. Eric, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. It's Thursday. I'm taking a half day tomorrow to do some Christmas shopping. So the end of the work week's almost there. Got a little bit of Lake Munster in my cool little uh, Scott Studwell mm-hmm. glass. So li- life is good. It's it's the Vikings aren't favored to a team that's five games behind him in the division. But hey, that's that's what happens sometimes. We're gonna talk about it. Let's do this. Let's get right into the show because a travesty has happened in Vegas. <laughs> Let's go with the first question, first of six. Eric, I'm going to break it up before we get into the game and ask you, what position should the Vikings draft in round one? We, we have all these talking points flipped. I mean, the Vikings are 10-2. and two. They're playing with a chance to clinch the NFC North for the first time in five long years. And you start the show with a question about who they're going to draft next year. The draft talk. So, the mock drafts are out. I, I, I know, I know, but you you start the show knowing full well that I treat researching the NFL draft like kind of like I treated uh, uh, <laughs> studying for tests in college. Like I kind of cram right at the end with the very last minute, like the night before. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, if if we're going to go that far off subject to start the, here, I mean, can't we just like talk like the World Cup quarterfinals that are starting tomorrow? I, I have I have struggled no, the last. We don't few days. talk, we don't talk soccer on the show. Dave yeah, will not allow it. it. Fine, fine. I guess I'll talk draft then. So the, the the one crucial thing about the draft, actually, it's not the position that they draft in first round. It's these aren't Rick Spielman's Vikings, because right now they aren't they're not going to get the 10 plus picks a year like that we've been accustomed to for the, the most of the past decade. Because right now, as it currently stands, they have a first, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. End of list. Mm-hmm. That's four picks. That's it. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, they're going to have to need, they're going to need to hit on the first round pick. And on top of that, they're going to need some of these guys that they chose in 2022 to play a lot bigger role than yeah. they have in 2023. Now, again, a lot of that is injury related and just kind of bad luck, but the draft class thus far for 2022 hasn't done a ton that at least what we expected, there is some potential there and I think they will have some players there. But so since you asked the the way too early question, I better answer it. And I think, you know, that the, the quarterback would be interesting. There's already been a lot of talk about the, you know, Richardson out of Florida. That seems to be a big popular one because it seems like he might have a little, you need a little time to develop and, you know, the Vikings are probably with uh, Cousins for at least 2023, but after that, that maybe you open it up to something like that. You know, like basically 
have Richardson do what the Vikings drafted Kellen Mond to do is to, you know, eventually place, replace Gus. <laughs> Obviously that didn't work out, but, and, and like, if, if we're going by position here still, like the, the corner always seems to be a need for this team, like in perpetuity, like the Vikings always could go corner in round one. And it seems like they're always going to need a corner around on the next round. And this seems from what I've, read the very brief things I've read. It seems like to be to uh, be a pretty good corner class. Maybe another edge rusher, another wide receiver, because they're going to have to back up, you know, someone that's going to have to be a cheap number two when they back up that Brinks truck for Jefferson in, in his uh, inevitable extension there. So, but I'll, I'll give you my usual answer as my final answer is that like, I think they should draft my favorite position, BPA, best player available. Because again, like, just, oh, wow. I got to get the guy. I wow. gave you suggestions, this is, but this is get punishment. Eric never wants me to ask this question again during the season. <laughs> hey, it's 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 draft stuff again. I, I you ask me this, you know, like three weeks before the draft, I have a lot better ideas. But uh, like the, uh, we got too much season to go through here. Oh, I pick thirty-two. Yeah. I like it, Dave. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good pick call. 32. I don't know who's going to be there. Yep. Well, you told the people we've got four picks, which means you've done more draft research than I have because I didn't even know. <laughs> how many picks we had. That's interesting to know. They only got four of them. So the reason I ask this question is, is looking at the roster and how this team is playing. It's it's, I think that is kind of what we need to know. What we need to think about is sure. The, the offensive line, the receiver group, the edge group, the secondary of those groups, you know, which one needs the most help, which one could use some athleticism I think it's cornerback for me, but we'll see how the pass defense plays for the next five games. Yeah, I mean that's obviously a huge need. That and and Patrick Peterson isn't getting any like he's our number one corner and he isn't getting any younger either. So that that'll be an and he's one. a free agent. Yeah. Yep. So okay, now we'll go back right. to the actual the big question. All right, let's get to the show. Yeah, the lion the lions are favored, and I think it's currently still hanging at two point five points. It started at. Well, actually, I saw a couple things that started Vikings minus one and a half, but it quickly changed the lines were favored, and I believe it's still two and a half. Should they be favored on Sunday? I, I haven't heard a good reason why the Lions are favored for this game. I mean, people say they've won four of their last five. Those wins Which came against Jacksonville, the New York Giants, the Bears, and the Packers. We've also won four of our last five against the Jets, the Patriots, the Bills, and the Commanders, which I feel like is a better group. People talk about their offense. A week ago, people were talking about the Jets' offense, and it wasn't enough to get the victory against the Vikings. And then people say the edge on these analytics stats. The Vikings are 10-2 and against teams who are better than them analytically. So mm-hmm. we, we just don't care about those stats. Certainly not this side of the show. I think it's all nonsense why the Lions are favored. Eric, you, you do you have a reason? Um, I mean, I I kind of I get that. Like, and again, Vegas will just go where they think they can get the 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 most money out of fans. And I think it's 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 a fun story that the Lions are that that they're favored in five and seven, and they're a hot team. You know who? You know, okay, yes, the Vikings have won four out of five. You know what else they've done? They've won nine out of ten. <laughs> like they had, that's yeah. they were one and one. They're ten and two now. Like they lost that Eagles loss was week two. They, they've won nine out of ten. Yes, the one loss was terrible, but they still won nine other games. And yes, I think they're twentieth in DVOA, but they beat the first ranked team. They've beaten, I think, 
eight teams ahead of them in DVO ra- yes. ranking. And I'm yes. not I'm not t- talk saying that DVOA is a bad stat. It's just that the way that the, the Vikings are winning games and winning by the skin of their teeth all these games. It, it's breaking every model. It's breaking it, but they're still winning these games. They're still setting themselves up to to win. Yes, they're getting lucky. I mean, it's it's nice to 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 see that the luck be good for the Vikings every once in a while. But yeah, like I still don't think they should be fa- the Lions should be favored. It's a fi- It's again, you just look at ten and two versus five and seven. When's the last time that's happened? It just doesn't seem like. And again, like I don't want to bitch about it too much because the last time we thought the Vikings should be favored and they were. Uh, close underdogs that was a dallas game and that didn't turn out too great for the vikings so like but i mean in all seriousness like it's kind of fun to have the lines back at least a little bit like i mean the good good for them like the they they it's good to have a little bit of spice back in this rivalry because i i mean i hate the packers more than any team i hate in any sport like that's that's always been established that's never i don't think that's ever going to change and the bears aren't too far behind in the loathing power rankings for me but like the Lions? Have you ever really like? Oh, I hate the Lions. Oh, that it's, it's a game against the hate Lions. We play them twice a year. For most of my lifetime, I felt almost I felt more bad for the Lions than I have like. Oh, I, I can't wait to beat the crap out of our division rival. So that tells you a lot, like of how 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 down bad this franchise has been. So they're five and seven. They've won four to five, and their fans are getting a little spicy. They're kind of feeling themselves a little bit. Like, we should be favored. We have an offense that can't be stopped, and you have a terrible defense. It's like good. All right, let's get mad at each other. This is fun. It's an NFC North rivalry. It's not a pity party anymore. So that that part of it's good. I still don't think the Lions should be favored, but it's it's fun to have some excitement back in the rivalry. I could see how that could be fun. I don't know any Lions fans, so I'll have to take your word for it. There's a good. There's a few good ones on on Twitter. They've, and again, it's usually like you know the patronizing pat on the head. Or, but like, yeah. and if they do lose, if they do lose. It, for the first time in forever, it, it like won't be a complete embarrassment. It'll be a disappointment, but it won't be like the the loss in Detroit last year, where it was like that was the worst. And like, all right, break up the entire franchise. We lost to the winless Lions. Like, at least no, we're not a, allowed. We're not allowed to win to lose to the Lions. We're not. That, that we're not. That's fine. Next like question. It. Okay. Are the 2022 Vikings the 2000 Vikings? At first, I'm like, oh, that's kind of mean flip. But I'm like. Then I looked at some stats and then I looked it up. I'm like, okay, that's a really good comparison. Cause I did some quick research. So like you got, you know, the, the, you have the, the, the 2000 Vikings won the NFC central. They went central. That's how long ago it was. Um, and the Viking, you know, the 22, 22 Vikings, we assume are going to win the, the NFC North. Something really bad would have to happen. The 2000 team, they were 10 and two after 12 games, just like these Vikings that 20, uh, 20 or the 2002 the 2000 vikings i believe they were 24th in points allowed and uh 28th in yards allowed the current vikings are 21st yep the 21st (laughs) in points allowed and uh 31st in yards allowed so again and the the 2000 vikings only had a point differential at the end of the year of plus 26 and we've we've all made the big stink about the vikings only being plus 10 through 12 games and again, like the Vikings, that team also made it all the way to the conference championship game. But when they got blown out by an NFC East team at the end, it's like, were we that surprised? Because it was kind of all smoke and mirrors. And we've already seen the Vikings get blown out by two NFC East teams this year. So the, the comparisons are there. I love it. And that's, I think the bigger question might be, okay, if the Vikings get to the NFC championship game and lose in kind of embarrassing fashion to one of those two 
powerhouse NFC East teams that they've already lost mm-hmm. to, is that a successful season to you? I think overall, to me, it's going to hurt and it's going to suck when it actually does end. But like, I think that's a pretty dang good run for, especially for a first year coach. Yeah, I think the reason why I'm asking this question right now, you hit on all the points. You saw my vision. I just, I don't know how we do it, it, but we're just, we're pros. <laughs> we're, you're running with it. Um, the 2000 Vikings also lost their last three games to end the year. They finished right. the they, year. They finished week. 11 and five after going 10 and two. Yeah, that, that would be a bad. 10 and two. Yep. Yep. So that's what fans should be monitoring right now because we've seen the blowout losses. We've seen the, the bad defensive play and we got to make these wins count in the playoffs. So let's make sure we finish the regular season strong. Go to the next question. Okay. My next question, another fun topic. A lot of the Vikings fans have been talking about this week. (laughs) Should the Vikings be using Jalen Rieger more on offense? Yeah. You know, I don't have a lot to say on this. It's hard for me to have a hot take on this one just because I don't think he's going to do anything that KJ Osborne hasn't been doing. I mean, the guys had one target, one catch in three consecutive games. Do I think he should have three touches a game? I mean, I'm not going to feel any way about that. Do I think he should have 10 touches a game? Definitely not. I mean, one thirty-eight yard catch is not enough for to do it for me. So all these things about Jalen Rieger are purely about where he was drafted four years ago. Right, right before that. No. Uh, what does it? Right before who? No, they should it? not yeah, be using him more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so I I I did some research on Monday morning after the game because like, man, Rieger really like he doesn't play very much, but when he's out there, he's going so. Justin Jefferson, a very valid, at least offensive player of the year candidate, I think we would all agree. Or maybe even an MVP, uh, like a MVP candidate, you might even say. He averages a whopping 1.67 yards uh, from scrimmage per snap played this year. Yeah. So that's, that is a really high number. He is putting up a lot of yards on his snaps. the Jalen. Oh, well, this is fun with sample sizes. You see it coming. Jalen Rieger averages 2.80 yards per snap. Every time he's on the field, every snap, it's almost three yards. Basically, you can you can put him on the field for, you know, like for 50 snaps, that's 140 yards. Boom, right there. Of course. But I'm half of his here. snaps were in a blowout loss to Philadelphia yeah. and, ha- and a blowout loss well, to that- Dallas. No, that ruined his PER. Like his his usage rate on all the other games where he's getting two snaps and two touches and getting like fifty yards. It's great, but yes, in all seriousness, I think I think Rieger has earned more than just the the sprinkling of snaps per per game. And and Kevin O'Connell has said as much in his press conferences that he's really liked how Rieger has been involved and and they plan on using him a little more. But I personally want him on the field a little bit more just so it isn't a complete tell that he's getting the ball because in most of these games, he goes out there, gets the end around or gets the target. Like it's, right. and, and then he leaves for the rest of the game. And I mean, teams have got to, to scout this now. What I would do is have him out there maybe early, you know, first or late first, early second quarter, get him out there in that same formation that you've shown on film a few times, fake that end around to him and then bomb it to Jefferson or Hawkinson or something like that. Mix it up a little bit because it is, it's, it's basically a tell if number five's on who, the field, he's getting the ball. And who are you taking off? the field um i can they can put him out instead of osborne for a couple of thir- 
you know, go four wide a couple times. Like, do that. You know, like, we can have four wide Hawkinson and then have Cook in the back. Like, run, mix it up just a couple so times. So, CJ Ham, you're taking CJ Ham off the field? They've kind of been doing that already. He's only getting, you know, <laughs> yeah. 10, 15 snaps yeah. a game. I, 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 I'm not using my, uh, my, my favorite gif on Twitter very often these days. So, yeah, again, like, again, right. no, one's, no one's arguing that he's supposed to be the second wide receiver or anything, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing him a little bit more. Dave, I'm telling you right now, we're going over time because these last two questions are bangers. I've got to check out, apparently, Greg Joseph's kick in practice. Thank you, Davey Goal. I'll be on that. And there is a huge fight about the 2000 championship and FC championship game going on right now. I will take credit for starting that. Yes, the comments are gold right now. (laughs) Eric, over under 53 total points on Sunday. Well, I mean, at first glance, 53 seems low, right? Like, I yeah, mean, this, this is the other the two, line. Yeah, these are the two worst defenses in the league by yardage. And nobody allows more points yeah. than the Lions this year. And the, and the Vikings aren't too far behind them. But, like, on the other hand, I will say, like, the over the unders have had a really good run, especially at the beginning of the season. I mean, you could have blindly bet the unders and won a decent amount of money for the first mm-hmm. month of the season. It's adjusted a little bit more. But, I mean, there are still, like, I've never seen more over-unders, like, in the – 30s like going into the yeah. to this season and some of them are still hitting the unders are still hitting but i mean i guess if you're if you're making an argument for the under 53 is still a lot of points like that's a like you 27 24 final that's still an under like that's still you know like the, the vikings game last week that had a lot of points a lot of action back and forth that it was only 49 points so maybe if the vikings bend 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 <laughs> but not really quite break at the very end defense in the red zone that they showed against the jets because again the, the 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 red zone defense has been a big problem for the vikings most of the season but they have shorted up the last couple weeks the lions they held Jaguars to 14 points last week and again Trevor Lawrence was in and out of the game and I I don't I still don't trust that defense but the defense their defense is making strides so it's it's not a slam dunk and personally I take the over I usually do my score prediction for the Vikings before right before I make the picks I did that this afternoon and I I came up with the total 57 that was that's what I'm like okay that that seems right to me but I should do that with the caveat. Um, I looked up my over-under totals. Uh, we do that on Daily Norseman. We pick on tally site. And I am 94, 99, and 2 on over-under. So basically, flip a coin. And uh, Vegas is so yeah. good at setting these numbers. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 52 or 54 the way they're doing it. So I would say the over. I'm not an expert. But also pick the over. <laughs> uh, we're going to get our points. Purple team is going to put up some points. Okay. The question uh, now. Now the question is: Is the purple team going to stop anybody? Because I love the red zone defense from last week, but that doesn't feel still five hundred yards. Yeah, one almost, one yeah. touchdown in six red zone red zone visits doesn't feel too repeatable. But the one thing I do not believe is that that Lions defense that held the Jaguars to fourteen points is some kind of some kind of revolution has happened there. Our Vikings haven't played a defense this bad since like week five. I mean, we just ran through a gauntlet of defensive teams. Christian Derisaw have is probably back for this game. So I expect uh, it seems pretty iffy for that one. He's still wearing the red jersey Maybe. at least the practice today. So Maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I expect Brandel's been hey Brandel's been good. Like he he, he acquitted himself very we, well last we, week. 
we will we will score more points than we have all season. We'll go above 33 Ooh, points. I like it. I like it. Okay, we got a couple minutes left. Maybe we can get finished up on time here. It's an easy question. It's a yes or no. Or like when when yeah. when will the Vikings win the NFC North? We'll win it this week. We'll win it on like Sunday, it. Eric. I am not looking past the Lions because I don't need to because this is the clincher. Minnesota Vikings have controlled the NFC North the entire season. And the Lions, I I don't hate them, but they just make me laugh. Because this whole thing about their mm-hmm. hype, it's expectations. Everybody's high on them because they didn't expect anything from them. And it's the expectations that make Detroit crumble. They came out on hard knocks with a bunch of dumb locker room speeches but somehow that was enough to generate hype around the Lions. And what did Detroit do? They answered with a one and six record to start the year. So I am honestly so excited, so happy they just put, put up 40. I'm happy they're favored. And I'm, I'm like so pumped that there's hype around the Lions right now because I know that they, they cannot handle this type of hype or expectations. Here comes another collapse. Here comes a big-time Vikings win to clinch the NFC North, be the first team to clinch their division, and it'll be a statement game for Minnesota. This week, every week, I'm picking the Vikings over the Lions. Love it. Yeah, and I love the restore the roar. It's cute. It's it's fun, and it's fun to like again. I think that the the kind of restored rivalry is fun, but the Lions just don't have the defense to shut this Vikings team down and blow them out. So if it's going to be a close game, we know what the Vikings do all year. It's going to, and I really think the the Lions kind of blew their chance in week three. That was kind of the point of of their seasons. Like you had your chance to come into Minnesota. They led most of that game by two touchdowns. They could absolutely do that again. They're they're a good team that I like. I'm giving them their credit. But the Vikings are going to be ready for this one. And if not, you know, okay, if it's not Sunday, it's the next week because the Vikings play the Colts. And, and, and the Jets and the Lions have to go play the Jets in New York. I think, I think that's – it's no later than next week, but I'm with you. I think it happens on Sunday. The collapse. The, the Lions lost in week three because they couldn't stop K.J. Osborne. And right now we're all saying that K.J. Osborne needs to get benched. <laughs> they lost the game in which the Vikings targeted tight ends on 10. They had 10 tight end targets in week three. And TJ now TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson revenge, Hawkinson revenge game, baby. down that game yep. is going against his old team. This yep. is a win for the Vikings. This is the biggest win of the year. I'm calling it. I'm Woo! on board. Purple pride, baby. I love it. I Purple love it. pride, not that lion pride. That doesn't even start with a P. Let's go. <laughs> Should we do scores? Right, okay. Yeah, I already hinted at mine. I'll I'll give mine out quick. I think thirty twenty seven. I think it is going to be close. I think it's like a backdoor mm-hmm. touchdown. Like it's it's a like I think it's the the Vikings are up like thirty to twenty or something like that. Lions score late to make it look better than it was. I really do think that the Vikings will take care of business. But I've been wrong yeah. about stuff like that before. I'll say thirty five twenty one. Is that the over? Yeah, that's the over. There you go. Yep. There you go. See, that's that is just barely the over though. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Dave, take us away. Hey everybody. 
This is a great show. I want to thank the great Flip Mozzie and Eric from Daily Norseman debating on Thursday nights again. All things are well and good in the world. Our next show is Saturday. It is two old bloggers, myself, Derek Campbell. We have three themes. First theme, we're going to be debating. Should Jalen Rager see more time? Second theme, I'm going to get deep into concussions and a possible answer for what the Vikings should do, especially with Christian Derrissaw and Caleb Evans when he comes Mm -hmm. back off of IR. And then, of course, we get into the Vikings-Lions game, and I tend to agree with Flip on this one. It's uh, nice that they're all pumped up, but uh, I think the Vikings got this one. Yeah. We we got you, Lemmy. Come on. Have faith. On Sunday, we're going to be wearing that NFC North crown. I got to I got to find this Greg Joseph field goal attempt in practice. I'm sure that'll take me back down to earth, but I haven't watched it yet. So oh, I haven't, I haven't seen any clip of it. It was reported. He supposedly kicked one per Davy wide left. It hit one of the steel members inside ricocheted off and almost took out the press corps. <laughs> Get it out of the way before Sunday. God. That's good. He's getting everything now. Works that for me. a disaster. And then, of course, okay. on Sunday, final two minutes, we go live with the final score. Yes. Where you'll see mm-hmm. Flip going absolutely nuts. Yep, <laughs> popping the champagne for the NFC North. Hang the banner. Yes, <laughs> Till next time, guys. Skull Vikes. Skull. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norsemen, where the best Vikings content can be found, and to Lake Monster Brewing. Home of the best beer in Minnesota. Skull, everybody. Skull, everybody.